Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What is up, IDP Army? We are back again. It is week two of the fantasy football season. Man, like I said, week one was crazy. If you were able to check out the IDP waiver wire show that I just posted yesterday. Um, but we're going to do some underdog fantasy today. I'm going to talk about some of my favorite players to, to play, how I'm attacking this week's Battle Royale on week two of uh, underdog fantasy. Um and we'll kind of review some of the lineups we had from last week, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, pretty chill show. Not really the meat and potatoes of why you're probably here, but uh, if you do play fantasy football and you love, you know, DFS and you love daily in any capacity, you got to check out uh, Underdog Fantasy. So uh, stick around. It's going to be it's going to be a fun show. As always, thank you to our Patreons and our members of the channel. We appreciate you. Um, like I said, we're going to talk about the Week 2 Underdog Fantasy Slate, how we're attacking it, how to win that slate this week. Uh, but before we get to that, let's talk about the rest of the schedule for the week. Um, so the Waiver Wire show already went up on the channel and the podcast, so you can check that out. The link for those is in the description of this if you're on YouTube. Um Good show. Talked about a lot of different stuff. Go check it out. Good stuff. Um, today, we're doing the underdog show, which I'm doing now. Later on this evening, late tonight, I will drop my week two rankings onto the site. And then the show that goes with that will be posted on the channel and the podcast feed either late tonight or early tomorrow morning. So look out for those. Um, Wednesday, the OP show will come on. You guys know what that's all about. Join the pass. We'll join the possums. And then I'm going to do another AMA space on Wednesday night. That'll probably be around 9 or 10 Eastern, probably close to like 10 Eastern. So if you want to hop on, ask any lineup questions before Thursday, talk about how your waivers went, any of that stuff, hop on there. Maybe even do some underdog drafts on that show. Um, Thursday, pregame space, first quarter, first half of the game. I'll open up a space just to chat through Thursday night football, see how we're all feeling, how we're all vibing going into the week. 
Friday, going to do another show probably like this. The Dynasty Tailgate will drop on the podcast feed and on the channel. Billy will talk about the, the preview for the week two or week three, I guess, now for um, the upcoming week for college football, right? Week three? It's week two or three, whatever it is. But Billy will have you all covered on that, some of his favorite picks for the week, some of his power rankings, some of his thoughts on the upcoming class for your Dynasty Leagues and all that good stuff. Saturday night, we will have a late night live stream on the channel. Sunday, we will have our Sunday morning live stream, and then we will be back at it again as we always are watching football, eating junk food, drinking beer, having a good time on Sunday for the 17, 18, 19 weeks that we get it. So let's enjoy it all together. And what better way to do that than to put a little money on it, put a little skin in the game. So this is the underdog show for the week, week two, how to win underdogs. We're going to talk about a couple of my favorite picks on underdog this week. One of my favorite picks on underdog this week, as far as the over under that they'll allow you to, to have is the under on James Conner. It's been a long, James Conner doesn't have a lot of volume. Uh, a lot of his fantasy production came last season from, um, you know, touchdowns. His over under this week is 82 and a half rushing receiving yards right now. That's what it opened up as just opened up today. I think it'll probably either go down or get taken off because I think a lot of people are going to take the, the, the under on this. He just doesn't get a lot of yards. That's just point blank period. Just to give you an idea. Uh, I think he's only gone over. He's only gone over like a, a 90 yards once in the past, like five or six games he's played uh, or, or 80 yards rather. Um, so I'm taking the under on that. I think the, the offense is not good for Arizona. They cannot move the ball, and the Las Vegas Raiders defense is really, really good. Uh, and then my other pick, and this is one that I'm actually even more confident in than James Conner one, is Amon Ross St. Brown over 60 and a half receiving yards. Uh, he hasn't had under 61 receiving yards since November of last year. Um, so he's played, I think, seven, eight weeks of football. So – where he's been over 80 yards pretty consistently. He's getting double-digit targets very consistently. So I'm taking the over on Amon Roth St. Brown this week, receiving yards 60 and a half. That's what it opened up on an underdog. You can play on underdog with us. You should play on underdog with us. Uh, let us know what, what some of your favorite picks for the week are. I'm, I'm interested. But those are my two favorite picks for the Pick'em game this week. Uh, go over there. You know, you got $100, up to a $100 first-time deposit match bonus if you tell them we sent you, and we appreciate that. So, um Let's go ahead and take a look at some of the teams that we drafted last week and just kind of go over why they didn't really work out. Um, I'll just go to my Hail Mary team first. And this is going to be true of a lot of my teams that we're going to look at. Um, Mike Williams, you know, he really, I mean, he did nothing. Four targets, two receptions, you know, 10 yards. Um, and this is a game where Herbert had plenty of action. So uh, you have to ask yourself, my, my mistake was this week is I went heavy on Mike Williams. I had him on a lot of teams. You'll see I had Herbert here. That was good. I had Justin Jefferson. That would have been good. But then I also had Hunter Henry. Well, you can't really see down here. Maybe I'll just throw it. Um, but I had Hunter Henry. He only had three points. So that didn't help me either. And T. Higgins getting hurt didn't help me either. But I would have been pretty close to the money if I would have played any of the other half-decent receivers that were in that Mike Williams area. I just didn't in the Hail Mary. Uh, so let's go take a look at some of my other Battle Royale teams. 
This one did all right. I did tell you all last week I was very high on Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. They were being way undervalued. You could get them the third, fourth round of Battle Royales, fifth round. I mean, it was kind of wild, and I just I knew it would be like that in the first week, so I went kind of heavy. My mistake was not drafting more. but um, So I had several Kelsey and Mahomes teams. I did well. Everybody's running backs were kind of low end unless you had Saquon or DeAndre Swift. So that was all right. I hit on Justin Jefferson on this team, then Juju did not uh, come through for me there. But that team did all right. This team, Christian McCaffrey really didn't come through for me there. But again, I did have another Mahomes team. I did have uh, Devontae Adams. I did stack Mahomes with Juju in several places. And again, the story, tail of the tape on a lot of these teams is they're right outside the money. Um, unfortunately, I really wish I could have pulled it off a little bit more. But what we got here, another Mike Williams team just sitting outside the money just barely. Um, there we just looked at that one. Man, what went wrong with this team? This team's so close. Kelsey Burrow, I guess it was just Najee. I didn't have any of the real weak winning. I was Debo, he barely hit double digits. Yeah, if he wouldn't have got that touchdown, he would have tanked a lot of people's teams this last week. Um, but anyway, let's let's my big takeaways are I'm gonna trust my gut on the guys that I want to go heavy on like I did with Mahomes um and with Kelsey this last week and I'm going to diversify just a tad bit more off of you know I wanted to get into that Las Vegas Chargers game so bad and Mike Williams was my my player that I went in on um and you can see that ended up hurting me overall unfortunately uh, but Unless you had Justin Herbert, really everybody in that game got hurt. But you live and you learn. So let's just do a draft for this week because that's what you're here for. That's what I'm here for. If you have comments, uh, please leave me comments. If you want to throw out what you think about the team that I'm drafting, do that. Please go sign up for Underdog Fantasy. And I'm, I'm going to let you all kind of know what I'm thinking for this week. And I've already looked at the slate. I've already done a couple of drafts. We'll look at them all here at the end. Let's go ahead and hop into one. Boom, we're waiting on two. So um, there's no Chiefs on this. On this, There's no Chiefs and there's no Chargers on this, this main slate. Okay, that's kind of big. There's also no Vikings on this main slate. That's kind of big. Um, who's the other team that's missing? I can't remember off the top of my head. Anyway, the main thing we need to remember is there's not a but the high end options fade out, fizzle out pretty quick on the main slate this week. I kind of noticed. Um, take a look down here. Yeah, I mean, we're getting into Cordell Patterson real quick, which I mean, I guess he had an all right game, but. CD Lamb still very high. Like, we're trying to avoid guys like CD Lamb. I would rather. Probably not have Cortland Sutton on my team. I mean, yeah, I know he had four, four receptions for 72 yards, but I'm just not a big Russell Wilson believer. I think I think a lot of people learned some lessons about Russell Wilson last night. Hopefully they did. But anyway, let's take a peek then. We're coming in at that two spot. Okay, so. That gives us some options here. I mean, it gives us everything, basically. Uh Cooper Cup, you know, we're going to lock in that 25 points from his 15 targets. Probably the prudent decision. Gets Atlanta. I don't know. How did A.J. Terrell do yesterday? I did not. I actually was just watching the Atlanta uh, 
game. All I could see was Mariota looked really good. Looked like he was scrambling around, and he didn't look incompetent. All right, so obviously Cooper Cup, if he comes in second, I'll take. I mean, we got three uh, three shields in a row up top here. I would love to get some Devontae Adams. I would love to get Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon had plenty of touches. Might be able to swing back and get him. Would love to get him in the second, maybe even the third, since I'm so high up here. We'll just have to see what old BB Rec 14 does with number one spot. See how this draft goes. I could take Jonathan Taylor. Um, I probably should take Jonathan Taylor, right? I just, I don't know. He just seems so blech to me. Oh, the Titans are the other team that's not on this main main card. Okay, I'm on the clock. Oh, he took Taylor. Oh, thank goodness. That makes my decision a lot easier. Sean McVay will go back to what he knows. 14 targets. We should have targeted him 30 times. Get him, Sean. All right, so we go with Cooper Cup, which means I'm probably going to just completely punt running back. Um, and some guys I think are probably going to be there kind of late at running back that I'll be able to get. I like Nick Chubb, very late against the Jets. Rashad Penny looked good last night. He did. I know he, you know, those couple of plays that got called back that were pretty nice. So when a guy looks good on like almost every single play, that's, I mean, you don't see that every game. <laughs> so and what's Rashad? I mean, every time Rashad Penny touches the ball, it seems like it's electric. So I'm, I'm a little more excited than I think the the, the typical person is here. Yeah, twelve for sixty. It felt like he had way more yards than that. I mean, look at the last two games he had before that. Good lord. So we'll keep an eye on him. So we do have some value late at running back. Let's take a look at the board. McCaffrey goes third, Saquon goes fourth, Jackson fifth, Adams, and then Jamar Chase. Okay, that guy's got the right idea, the guy at the end. Just, wow. Yeah, I bet these other guys are pretty mad. Yeah, he's going to stack Lamar Andrews. I'm okay with that. I don't, I mean, I don't know. Am I okay with that? I don't care. It's not my team. All right, what are you going to do, Mr. Saquon? You going to auto-draft Joe Mixon like hero? You hero. I hope he wins it all. All right. Debo is enticing because they were giving him a lot of touches yesterday, which I did, or Sunday, and I did not expect them to give him as, his, as many touches. Now with Elijah Mitchell going down again, I'm actually kind of very bullish on Debo Samuel in this spot. Not bullish on the offense overall, but he's the motor. So I'll take him at 205. So starting this team out, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel. I mean, last year, I mean, those were like the two, two to three top wide receivers, right? All right, we are back on the clock. So do we round out our receiving core with Tyreek Hill here? Yes, we do. Tyreek Hill, 12 targets in an attempt against New England. Just he gets Baltimore this next week. They just lost a corner to injury and ACL terribly was fuller. Um 
yeah, he's going to get a lot of work. I really love this team the way it started out. Let's watch the rest of this draft and see if we can get a top-tier running back to fall back to us that we like. Kyle Pitts goes next. Any questions, comments in the chat? I'm always curious to hear other people's <clears throat> insights, thoughts, especially if you watch a team religiously. That's always where you get the best information, in my opinion, is actual fans who watch that team play. You get, you just get more, you get so much more context. You know what I mean? Context is really, I mean, that's the, the secret ingredient to all this, right? That's what the insiders have. They have the context to the news that we don't. That's why they get to make the decisions. That's why they get to go to Vegas and win. But you got me. How's that make you feel? Oh, damn it. There goes Nick Chubb. All right. I see you, Gators. I see you. That's not a bad team. Lamar, you got a lot of you got a lot of rushing going on around there. And let's say new and let's say uh, Miami does go put it to you guys up there in Baltimore with that defense. Let's say they do. All right, Kyler goes next. Second QB off the board. Yeah, terrible week from Kyler, but the, here's the issue with Kyler is he's a great fantasy quarterback. People try to make him a great quarterback, but it's like we're it's – a, it's a line. It exists. It's kind of vague if you don't know what you're looking at, but he got 20 points or whatever. It's a lot better than a lot of guys did this last week in fantasy, but that does not mean he's – a lot of people want to talk like he's Drew Brees. We should stop that. All right, we're coming up soon. Only one running back has been taken, so that's good. That means Penny will be there. Should we take a look at the quarterbacks? Do we want to try to stack anybody here? Do we want to try to stack Tua? You know, Do we want to try to stack Matthew Stafford? I don't. Personally, I'm not a huge Stafford guy, but he gets Atlanta. Tua, 33 attempts. I mean, that's not a bad set of attempts. No interceptions. He's got a lot of weapons. Again, it's Baltimore secondary. Their pass rush is not great either. He should have time in the pocket. Or do I just go naked and just take Joe daddy or do i just punt it all and take darren waller yes that's what i do because he's my number one tight end this week darren waller's my number and that's kind of why i was thinking the guy who took i mean i guess i understand the stacking potential there um we just saw travis kelsey go for 100 120 yards and a touchdown with travis kelsey will do the i mean in fantasy he's great because travis kelsey will go for 70 80 yards a lot and him the he'll catch a game where it gets touchdowns he doesn't get he doesn't honestly as a chiefs fan i know this, he doesn't have a lot of games where he goes for like 120 plus and a touchdown those i mean he doesn't do that a lot and he did that this last week against the, the arizona cardinals so very bullish on what darren waller brings to the table this week for my fantasy teams that's why i drafted him all right Javante Williams? Do I take Javante here? Even though I was just hyping up Penny? Yeah, I do. I do. 
as good as Rashad Penny looked last night, Javante Williams looked better. He did. He did. I can say that. <clears throat> as a huge Melvin Gordon truther, I can say that. <clears throat> All right, so that leaves us with one position left to fill. That is our quarterback. The only person that has not, only one person, two guys that are going to be drafting before us will take quarterbacks. So <clears throat> we'll be the third person to take one. Joe Burrow will be taken. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hmm. Well, I think I might run a naked team. How did Russell Wilson do last night? Honesty. 340 yards, only one touchdown. Ooh, he might come back with a vengeance this week. Oh, and he gets Houston. Oh, and they're at home. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Yep, don't let the bias of last night's game ruin your chances to get in on this, ladies and gentlemen. Step right up and draft your Russell Wilsons onto your underdog teams. He's going to be a big winner this week. I can feel it. <laughs> mm. Jerry Judy looked fast last night. That's my, like, the other big takeaway from that game was I was like, oh, my gosh, like, in the momentum he had for like a guy who doesn't look like he's like built. Like you could tell when he was running, like he's like, there's, there's some meat coming at you there. Like he looked powerful. So I'm very interested to see what kind of season we get. Now that we can shake the Russell Wilson, he, you know, he can shake the cobwebs out and he can move past. He can now move completely past Seattle. Like we can stop talking about that because that Russell Wilson's dead. Okay, there's a new Russell Wilson in town. There's a new sheriff around here. Broncos country, let's ride. Now, if he loses to the Texans next week at home, we're going to have some big fucking problems out here. <laughs> uh, but either way, I'm going to be in on that with money, skin in the game. I'm going to be rooting hard for Big Russ next week. And that is our draft. All right, what'd y'all think? Oh, good. We got some comments. I love y'all. Thank you so much. Monologuing is not as easy as I might make it look. What do you think the Jags will do moving forward? Moving moving forward or coward? Moving coward with ETN? <laughs> um, same shit they just did. You know, he's going to be a, a piece of the offense. 
but I think when it comes right down to it, if you want a weekly starting running back on your fantasy team from the Jacksonville Jaguars, it's probably going to be James Robinson. We've seen James Robinson be good. You know, we saw Travis Etienne get lit the fuck up multiple times this week and just do some goofy stuff. Like, you know, again, we'll give him some time, but uh, I, 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 I'm not, I'm not excited. Sorry, Chris. All right, Chris, two missed scoring opportunities and a super efficient running the ball. Yeah, I, and that's the thing, though. It's like if you can't make the big plays, they're going to put the guys on there on the field. They think they can do that. Why did they put Melvin Gordon on the field at the goal line after Javante Williams did all that good shit last night? Because they trust him. Like there's that kind of crazy level of trust. Like they know who he is. And, and that's crazy because Melvin Gordon does fumble sometimes. But then he fumbled. So then they gave the ball to Williams. Well, then he fumbled. So now they have a weird situation. But what I'm saying is they know what James Robinson is. And so if they get in these tight situations repeatedly, if they start getting better, if they're in more close games, and it comes right down to it, and the coaching staff can be honest with themselves and assess what are happening in these game-time situations, I'm going to assume that they're going to play James Robinson. Because, again, he didn't miss two scoring opportunities this last week for the Jaguars. He made two scoring opportunities for the Jaguars this last week. So, Mike Williams or Hollywood Brown? I mean, I'd like to punch both of them right in the butt, but um, give me Mike Williams. I think Keenan Allen's still going to be a little bit banged up going into this next week. And I think Kyler is not a good quarterback. I mean, I don't know how else to say. He's a good fancy quarterback. I say it all the time. This channel is riddled with me saying Kyler is just meh. I believe that. Um, so, give me Big Mike. We've seen Big Mike have big games, hold you through a whole season multiple times. Hollywood really only started doing that last year, and that was with Lamar Jackson, who's a good quarterback, unlike his current quarterback. What should I do with Cam Akers? Ugh, I don't know. Don't start him. Don't start him. Whatever you do, bench him. Don't 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 drop him. Because Daryl Henderson, because here I mean, we're, he's one ankle roll away from getting twenty five touches a game. You know what I mean? It's early in the season. He's valuable. Keep him. Just hold him. See what happens. You know, uh, he might have his games. Sean McVay might get his head out of his butt. You know, and who knows? You know, look at me. I'm an optimist all of a sudden. Ghost Rider 467 says, who should I play, Julio or Christian Kirk? Um, Man, that's tough because Christian Kirk had a hell of targets this last week. <clears throat> Julio looked good this last week too. Now that we know Chris Godwin's basically not going to be around for a while, um, I think we can expect Julio to keep getting targets like that. And if that's the case... You got to play Julio. I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. It's Julio Jones or Christian Kirk? What are we asking? Okay, let's just let's just erase that. Back up one level. Trevor Lawrence, Tom Brady. The question answers itself. Ghost Rider four six seven. Is Njoku worth keeping? I don't know. 
I mean, in Dynasty, yes. and Redraft, probably not. Um, definitely not. He's a good blocking tight end. That's He's just too athletic. I don't know. I don't want him. I like Harrison Bryant on that team. Way cheaper. If you can talk somebody into trading for Njoku from you, it might be time to get out of the Njoku business, my friends. Do I drop Bates and Logan Ryan for Marcus Williams and Brandon Jones? Um, I would not pick up Marcus Williams over Brandon Jones. I wouldn't drop Logan Ryan or Jesse Bates yet either. But I would pick up Brandon Jones. I would find a way to do that. That's an IDP question for any of you uh, offensive heads that are just kicking it with us. Appreciate you, brother. I got Keenan. I, I had Keenan go down too. Yeah, that sucked. I mean, it's like, how did, and the craziest part is like, how did Justin Jefferson or Justin Herbert still have like a zillion yards and a zillion touchdowns? And Mike Williams and Keenan Allen like basically didn't exist. Neither did Austin Eckler. He didn't exist as far as I could tell. Every time I saw him run the ball, like he got a little steam going and then it was like, he just got knocked over, which back to my earlier conversation, Raiders defense does not look like the Raiders defense you probably think it looks like. I'm just saying. So, they good. Or they look good. All right. <clears throat> Corey, I would say Njoku is worth keeping. Snap count and routes run were very high. All right. There's OJ weighing in. That's good information to have. Good information to know. Worth keeping. And, I mean, it also depends, like, who would your options be? Like, who would you be picking up? You know, would the player you could get off waivers or in a trade – do you feel like are his opportunities similar to or greater than Njoku's? So maybe that's some things you could factor in as you put your waiver claims in. Gruje Hill or Hafanga? All right, well, it depends on what you need for positions, but I'm going to go Camu Gruje Hill if I'm looking for just raw points. And you know what I mean? Um, he's a linebacker, number one. That's a premium position. You know, Huffalanga, Huff, I'm sorry, Huffanga, if he isn't good this week or next week, all of a sudden he could be back on waivers. Nobody's going to drop Cameron Grugia Hill if, like, he has two down weeks, you know, and he's playing. Huffanga, he's kind of a diamond in the rough, new guy on the block. You know, people who play IDP know who Grugia Hill is. Um, so, yeah. Ghost Rider again. Yeah, with Godwin, I felt that way and i love julio well if you love julio don't tell him you came in here asking if he sh you should play him over christian kurt my guy <laughs> i don't think he'd be like i don't think that's what he thinks love looks like uh, what the heck was the deal with pierce and burkhead i don't know i mean i'm wearing a texans hoodie if you follow me on twitter you'll get the joke but i'm not like a texans fan i don't know i don't draft texans players in fantasy football that's one of my secrets to fantasy football, y'all. It's like I just don't fuck with teams I don't fuck with. I don't fuck with the Patriots in fantasy. I don't fuck with Houston in fantasy. Um, who else do I have, like, literally no players on? I would say the Packers, but I do have A.J. Dillon on some teams. I would say the Cardinals, but I have Ertz. And I did get forced into drafting Kyler in a lot of best ball this summer. They made me do it. The value is too good. So I can't tell you what's up with Burkhead and Pierce. 
I'm sorry. I wish I could. If you find out, let me know. Third on waivers might grab Everett. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're talking, you're, yeah. And Joku, Everett over and Joku, heck yeah. And I guess that kind of answers that question I asked earlier. Where did all the targets and all the, the action go for Justin Herbert? I don't know exactly what Everett did, but I did see him getting a lot of action. So wheels up and he looked good. So I don't know a fan a little bit last night with, uh, I'm, I'm getting sidetracked, but Geno Smith, he looked like a vision, I thought last night. I mean, he looked, he looked like he was ready to play some football. Um, think it could be an interesting interesting nfl season with uh with some of these quarterback situations especially trey lance like at what point do you pull the plug on trey lance because pulling the plug on trey lance is admitting you're wrong and after two years of the i mean literally company line rhetoric that fucking kyle shanahan's been putting out there i saw him the other day somebody asked him something he's like He's like, well, we've had, we've made this decision two years ago. I'm like, you out here with 365 days stacked on top of another 365 days worth of information, and you're just gonna, you haven't even reconsidered your, a, a, a decision you made two years ago. That sounds like foolishness to me. But I'm just a regular guy. I don't know. What do I know? Drop locket for Curtis Samuel. Uh. I don't know. Again, Gino did look pretty fly last night. I'm not gonna lie, um, but it could. You know, it's week one, so I don't want to put too much stock into either of these situations. I will say Curtis Samuel is—he's one of those guys where he was always touted a lot until he was just injured so much that people stopped touting him. The reasons he was touted are, are were on display on Sunday. He's a—he has a nose for the end zone. Uh, when he's on, he's on. So, I mean, if you're looking at it as a back-end flex, I would much rather have Curtis Samuel uh, than Tyler Lockett, in my opinion. All right, last one before I'm going to get out of here. <sighs> LOL, so no on Gruiser Hill since he's a Texan. Again, I don't – I mean, I, I, I'm picking him up if he's in any of my leagues. You know what I mean? Um, go grab him. So, uh, real quick before we get out of here, though. Oh, somebody else asked a question. Let's get to it. Dobbins or Sanders for week two if Dobbins is ready to go? Mm, I go Sanders. I mean, the, the Eagles offense looked pretty crisp. Not going to lie. Um, and I just – Dobbins, I'm like done with him. Ugh. I traded him away in the only dynasty league I still had. Actually, that's a lie. I have him on one more dynasty league. But I've had him on dynasty league since I drafted him, and he hasn't done anything for me or anybody. Um, the one good week he ever had – Nobody played him. I literally accidentally played him because I had like nobody else. Um, but like nobody did. He's just he's all imagined upside at this point. Even Sanders, and I'm a huge Miles Sanders kind of hater. Give me Miles Sanders. Just give me a guy who's actually played in the NFL for you know more than a dozen snaps and been good. You know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Um, so hopefully that was helpful. Again, before we get out of here, do me a favor, run on over to Underdog Fantasy. Use our promo code IDP Army. You can bet the over on this James Conner line if you want 82 and a half rushing receiving yards. I'm going under on that one. Uh, I just do not believe in this offense. I think the Raiders defense is going to be good. And then I really like the Amon Ross St. Brown over 60 and a half receiving yards. I think that line's going to go up soon. Uh, so get it on it while you can. He hasn't gone under 61 receiving yards since November of last year. Um, and the guy gets like a dozen targets a game. 
So some things just aren't that complicated. Um, so I'm going to bet the over on Amarase Brown, and you should too. Not financial advice. Do your own research. All that good stuff. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, thanks for uh, rocking with me, y'all. I really do appreciate it. It's been a good week of fantasy. Week two is going to be even better. I'll be back on the channel later tonight, like I said, from the schedule to drop the uh, the rankings for IDP for this upcoming week. You can go back and check out the waiver wires stuff that's already been posted on the channel yesterday. Follow us on TikTok. Follow us on Instagram. Don't be afraid to reach out. Ask me a question. I would love to help you win your fantasy football league this year. And uh, yeah, thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. See you soon. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.